welcome to Pedantic Hand Waving, the podcast that tries to explain fictional worlds using science. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. So Jeff, you, you know Simon. you know when you just like gotta go fast? Like you just you have to go fast. It's a requirement. Do you ever get that? Uh yeah, yeah, all the time. Uh <laughs> that's why I'm just meander everywhere I go. <laughs> just slow you trudge. <laughs> I trudge. <laughs> just kind of like it's like it's it's comical. It's almost like you're um, one of those giants from that from Lord of the Rings that push the the like assault towers. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're trudging so much or if it's the assault towers that are heavy that they're trying to push. Uh well, either or. You walk like them, and that's not okay. I just not me being mean. That's me being accurate. Okay. So anyone who's like, <laughs> oh, you're, of course, you're being mean to Jeff. I'm not being mean. Watch him walk. <laughs> he walks like a giant pushing in his whole time. I mean, you're not wrong. It's kind of just like a, it's like a, it's like if a dirge had a dance. That is what your walking style is. <laughs> 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 or like just head down, sad. <laughs> just like slow, like Arms dragging your waving feet. back and forth. Oh, I keep blowing out my mic. This is going to be fun. All right. Uh, sorry sorry about that laugh that just blew up my mic, everybody. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're used to it. <laughs> Don't worry. I, I try I tried to make my, my sound sound good. It's difficult when you have a perpetual nasal voice mm-hmm. uh, and you sound... Well, you sound like an idiot. You sound like someone who doesn't have a mouth and only can speak through their nose. <laughs> and it's just really talented at it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, like if if someone took Mickey Mouse's voice and just, like, dropped it, like, two octaves, that's my voice. Well, I mean, you practiced hard to get that impersonation down. I can't blame you for not getting all the way there. <laughs> of getting the the Mickey Mouse voice. My Mickey Mouse voice isn't bad. I mean, it's not fantastic, but it's not bad. Uh, well, it's your voice, so of course it's not bad. <laughs> that's actually true. I think that's the only reason why I can do that Mickey Mouse voice is because all I'm doing is raising my voice to octaves. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so obviously, you know, if you got to go fast. Mm-hmm. Who are you gonna go to? Who who are you gonna uh, be? Is is this the Ghostbusters again? Uh, <laughs> uh actually I thought you were gonna go with the Flash. Because that seems like that'd be more accurate. Uh you know, I did definitely forget that the Flash is a character <laughs> that exists until this second. It's fair. Uh obviously, no, not the Ghostbusters. I mean we're we're dealing that's they deal with ghosts. They don't deal with speed, you know. Uh, well, I mean, there's fast ghosts. I, you know, that's interesting. I don't think, I mean, if goose, if goosts, that's not what they're called. <laughs> it's called geese when it's plural. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I've just totally lost my train of thought. If, if ghosts are like incorporeal and they can go through uh-huh. walls and stuff, what is stopping them from going fast, right? Like, 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 mock numbers must mean nothing to them because there's no air to push back against them, right? Or there's nothing to 
push against to get that yeah. momentum. Yeah. Oh, that's true. They got no. So do do ghosts just like float? Hold up, hold up, hold up. I, that is exactly <laughs> what ghosts do, bud. <laughs> but do they like like how do they move? Because you're right. If they can if they can go through walls and stuff, how do they? How do they move? What's the propulsive force? How do force? they like get that? I yeah. think they like. Just, just get a little, little dollop of ectoplasm on their feet and push off of that. Okay, so it's almost like it's like radiative pressure. Like they're like, all right, what what they expel is their is their force. So they still have like momentum, but they have to like push off of material. It's like being yeah. in space. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. Well, I, I guess we solved it. I guess we can end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, did we accidentally pivot into ghosts? No, but we should totally do ghosts. I don't know why we'd we never turn ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> right. <laughs> we did Ghostbusters. Did we do Ghostbusters? I have no idea. I don't think we've ever done Ghostbusters. Maybe that'll be our I next episode. Uh, <laughs> wow. Wow. That was a really good. I mean, that was a bad pivot, but funny. <laughs> Uh, no, we're well. Obviously, you go. We go to the Sonic. You go to the 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 fastest thing alive, Sonic the Hedgehog. Right, hedgehogs. Hedgehogs, the notoriously fast animals. Yeah, the speed demons. Well, I mean, he is a hedgehog. Right, and um, he does go fast. So, <laughs> I mean, that's my whole checklist. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's a fast hedgehog. It's a fast hedgehog. So here's the thing about researching this episode. I I forget that the lore for Sonic is Buckwild. Uh, oh yeah, it goes places. It makes zero, like not even like the unofficial lore is uh, uh Well, the unofficial lore is a lot of fan fiction that we probably can't discuss on the it, podcast. Uh, it is. Um But like even the official lore really all over the place doesn't make any sense. This is no, it's inconsistent. They're just like they just give him abilities when they need him to have. It's like it's it's almost like he has permanent plot armor. Uh, <laughs> like like the softest world building possible. Mm-hmm. So so soft. It's like someone has liquefied like sushi rice. And gross. Yeah, like that's how soft it is. I don't. That's really soft. That's really soft, right? Or like. I don't, what's something that's softer than that? If, if you know what, if only we had an advertisement to fit in here. <laughs> <laughs> Is like, this where you where you break out that you got a secret? I got sponsor. I got like Brooklyn you're in, sneak in or or someone like that. Nah, nah. They don't buy from them because they haven't given us anything. I do have Brooklyn in, <laughs> but don't buy because they haven't given us any money. Uh, or I mean, if we just say their name a few more times, I'm sure they'll be obligated to. Yeah, that's how that's how advertising works, right? You force people to pay you <laughs> by advertising sure. for them. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, so Jeff, do you know you know who Sonic is, right? We already mentioned what he is. Yeah, he's that fast hedgehog. What else do you know about him, huh? Uh, I know that he's blue. Okay, what color are his hands? <coughs> Uh, his hands. Was he got white gloves on? Maybe. Yeah, he does. And normal, <laughs> also blue hands underneath. Oh, I thought you were gonna say normal human hands. <laughs> that 
is 100% where it's going to go, but then I pivoted. <laughs> yeah, he does have white gloves on, and he's got red, he's got nice red fuck, uh, uh, Jordans on, right? Are they Jordans, or are they... I thought that they were like a tie-in shoe, or became one. I don't... You know what? Okay, I, this is something I didn't look you can up. Like, Sonic shoe brand. I forget what they're called, the but they're sh- like shoes that you could like grind uh, on stuff with the puma the puma runner dubbed the speed 500 sure yeah and, and it that's just this, this is a sneaker this is from a sneaker website from 2019 he wears puma shoes i thought he was wearing jordans <coughs> do you here's a question do you think that the white things mm-hmm. at the top are those like are they like high tops or are those socks man i feel like i got find a picture of sonic because i feel like if they're socks that makes sonic. sense but those are some high socks Safe and chunky break. socks like like those are good woolen socks and if they're not socks does that mean that sonic is doing all this stuff without socks in his shoes which is probably the most uncomfortable thought i've ever had oh <laughs> uh, let me see here uh i mean they look like kind of just big chunky socks that hang over the shoes so, do you think he's got a big old wool inside? Do you think that he's just sweating profusely? He's gotta be. Like, it's gotta be uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, real, real uncomfortable. Anyway. So that's Stonic. He's a fast hedgehog. That's, he's got, like, a bunch of other stuff in his world. Like, he frees animals, I think, is what he does from Eggman, who's the, or Dr. Robotnik, either or. Um, right same guy he's, yeah uh and he uh uh who uses the animals for like testing um so he's a friend of the animals and then there's like mm-hmm. a weird a bunch of weird like droplet babies called choi that uh koi, oh, something like that it's just cho cho that's what's just cho um they he saves them a lot and then he gives them the animals and they like take on the animals properties when they kiss them it's weird um but the Wait, whole what <laughs> yeah i'm like they, i only really play that one a different place that i uh i'm not familiar with that lore yeah i only remember i remember it really well from the like gamecube games but that's what happens when you give an animal to do a choke they like take on a, an, uh, like the properties of the animal. Huh. And part of it is that you have to like weirdly. It's a game about like like saving animals, obviously, but it's uh, also weird that it's like you, you you keep these cho in like a nursery and you breed them to like be good at sports, <laughs> like like a very like 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 dog racing kind of kind of level of animal cruelty, um, which I've never understood. Mm-hmm. E- either or uh that's the game the game is your sonic you run around you go real fast you try and save animals and then you fight some bosses um if you don't know who sonic is um just google just just google sonic um and then just go into google images make sure explicit images yeah definitely okay. keep safe search on <laughs> and just go to town yeah you're gonna right, you're gonna learn some right. new things about human body and hedgehog bodies and the hedgehog body <laughs> um okay yeah i think i i mean 
Let's go. You want to get started? You want, to, you want to learn how to? We we digress so much that I'm just lost. I had like a whole plan for this. I mean, okay. So we we described Sonic. We described Chow. I think now that I've looked them up, is what they're actually called. Yes. Oh, you're right. They are called Chow. Um, and then there's also he's got some friends. He's got Tails the Fox, who's a three-tailed fox that can fly. Um, mm-hmm. and then we also got we got Knuckles the Echidna. Mm-hmm. Um, who's got, uh, he's a big old strong boy with, uh, spiked knuckles and he likes to punch things. I mean, there's a couple of mm. others, like Amy, who's, I think, a rabbit. There's a lot of others. Uh, I don't know big, what you're talking about. Big a the couple. Cat. There's, uh, like Shadow and, uh, Charm the Bee or something like that. Oh, I don't know that one. There's, yeah, no, you learn a lot of stuff in, uh, Sonic Speedruns at GDQ. <laughs> Yeah, I would believe. I bet Sonic speedruns at GDQ are probably pretty crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, and so we're gonna. Yeah, so, yeah I think. Where do, that's, we, where do we want to? Well, I think start obviously we got peeling the Sonic apart. We got to start with the Sonic man. We got to start with the boy himself. All right, fair enough. Uh, so Sonic, he is the fastest thing alive. Right. Clearly, he has the ability. To instantly accelerate to the speed of sound, um, and then can run faster than the speed of sound, which, if you were wondering, is 768 miles per hour at sea level, I would like to say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to this person here. Uh, and he can do this backwards, which I think is the most <laughs> impressive thing I've ever heard about him. Now, um, is he... Can he just all the time instantly accelerate to the speed of sound or is that like a a supersonic thing with the chaos emeralds no so so what you're thinking of what you're thinking of is that he can actually go at the speed of light with the power of the of the chaos emeralds or the power of what's called the ancient light but we can talk about that later uh so first i want to know like obviously obviously there's got to be some like real heavy duty like structural integrity things going on with Sonic. Like he's got to be Oh yeah, like his his like bone structure real real muscly neck to keep, keep his head straight. What's incredible is that he has like where's my picture of Sonic? There it is. He's got like a very tiny. He doesn't have a neck. His his body just goes <laughs> is swoop into his head. I mean, maybe that's that. By design, works makes sense. Yeah, maybe like the the vertebrae <laughs> leading up to the skull are all just fused together. So I like this. I like this idea, but they can't be because he can roll into a ball. Classic Sonic move. The rest of the vertebrae along the back. Well, well that's yeah. Well, that's what I was not thinking. fused. Like, what if what if his vertebrae? That's just normal spine. What if his vertebrae can only bend in one direction, right? Like, they can only bend forward. And in the rear direction, they're, like, fused, uh hooked together. So they can't bend Mm -hmm. back. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I like that. Yeah. And, and like, like, I'm wondering, like, speed of sound is enough to, like, rip rip flesh from bone. Um, So do we think that he's just... But is it enough to rip hedgehog flesh (laughs) from hedgehog bone? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Hedgehogs notoriously good at withstanding friction, <laughs> but that's what I'm wondering. Like, like maybe his entire body is just like 
like frictionless. Like he's like completely, he's perfectly smooth, right? Gross. <laughs> like, like regardless. I, mean, I guess he would kind of have to be after he's just running around. Like <laughs> he's, just... he's burning all of his hairs off. <laughs> but like he's just exfoliating constantly. <laughs> so smooth, boy, hedgehog. Up, oh, I lost the contact in my eye. Uh, well, <laughs> I'll find it later. <laughs> Uh, I like that idea. I like the idea that I, I, that he like, he has to run enough, right? And every single time he runs, like, cause he's, he's, it's like, it's like, um, a, a oh capsule. God. What's up? So, like, I'm just looking at a picture of him. He's got like, like blue hair, whatever quills, I guess, everywhere, except like his tummy and his face. Oh Yeah. So like, is this the is this the he live might just be one? running? Uh, I don't. I think it's just pictures from uh, Sonic Adventures too. Um, but like, yeah, he's he's gotta just be running so fast, yeah, and like just... the front of him is just constantly being buffeted and blasted with air, and uh, like, yeah, everything in the air just rips it off. Just his his tummy and his face are just buffed smooth yeah he's like he's like a capsule on re-entry man he's just got like That's i think i think the front terrifying. all that like all that whiteness that all the cream you see is just like callus from like yeah just being stripped away rough and or like smooth it's like weird because smooth callus right it's got to uh-huh. be like it's got to be like totally totally sheened but it's still like tough so that he can, he doesn't mm-hmm. ex- like obviously burn himself when he's just from the friction of running through the air. Do we think he has like a cooling system? Do we think that's what the quills are? Ah, uh, I mean, he is also a hedgehog. They come <laughs> as part of the your stock hedgehog. But, but I think I think the reason. So like, why isn't other why why does he have to be a hedgehog? Is what I'm wondering. And I'm thinking that that he was chosen because hedgehogs have. This like innate quill technology that means that their fur. Basically, okay, what so he fur? was like uplifted out of being an animal into being like a, a sapient. I I think that that creature. is, is part, that what we're thinking. Part of his like original like nineties <coughs> lore is that he is um that he was turned blue and became really fast after uh like being exposed to toxic goo. It's a very, Man, it's like they a were teenage mutant ninja uncreative turtles. back in the day, huh? But well, yeah, literally, it's the same exact thing as teenage mutant ninja turtles, and like half of all the superheroes. Yeah, listen, listen. What are you gonna do? You can only you can like <laughs> it's Gilgamesh, okay, man. That's all it is. Gilgamesh, toxic go. <laughs> it's the hero with a thousand faces. Mm-hmm. That is Gilgamesh, right? Uh, I don't. He's the first hero. No, if it is, I mean, he's the maybe. I mean, he's like a king. But I thought that anyway. I'm pretty sure it's Gilgamesh and, that I'm referring yeah, to. Yeah, might be. I don't know. Anyway, so I like that. I like he's got cooling down. He's got this hyperstructure. He's got this converted like spine that allows him to not be blown backwards. So he's rigid backwards. Um, which makes sense because now that I'm thinking about it, whenever whenever Sonic like bends over backwards, he doesn't bend at the neck or the body. He bends at the legs, right? Mm-hmm. So clearly, clearly he can't bend his spine backwards. His his spinal cord is fused in one direction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that 
That makes sense. That tracks. So how do we do we think that he just like has like he's just his impulse, his like legs are powerful enough to move him at light speed? Uh well and then we're getting into like you're saying, apparently the light speed is a whole different Oh sorry, like, so sound speed bear to pick apart. Mock speed. <clears throat> um I mean I don't know like what like mechanisms would would be able to be so I strong have, enough to to support that. I have an idea, right? Okay. Um, you know how like spiders walk. Okay. With like the like the like it's like a uh, pulley system. Mm-hmm. I think that that is what's working for Sonic. I think that's how he moves his legs so fast, right? I think that it's it's like a pulley system in reverse. So instead of increasing mm-hmm. the distance, um, to lessen the amount of work, instantaneous work that needs to be done, um. It's increasing the distance, yeah, so that you can uh, pulse pull uh, a pulley a little bit, and it'll move really quickly. So, like inside of his body is like a coil of muscle that pulls really hard, and that pulling really hard is like uh, 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 ex- uh, uh, it allows the legs to move even faster. If that makes sense. Okay, so oh. like, would that be a biological thing about him or does he have like i think at this point some serious like some serious surgery has been done on this hedgehog to make him i mean the way he is right Mm -hmm. yeah i would think that would have to be the case and but yeah yeah you know what i'm saying like like if you have like a lever right on one end that's a short end you can make stuff go really fast if you put a weight on the long end, or if you're on the short end, mm. you can lift a lot of weight if you're putting it on the short end and trying to lift up something on the long end. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like he does that, but his legs are just meant to go real fast. So he's like had all the muscles okay. in his legs replaced, which is why they're so skinny and noodly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And maybe like the counterweight system to obviously to reduce the amount of, of energy he needs to go back to, to neutral. Is his noodle little arms with big old legs? I'm just saying. Right. I think he's a biomechanical. Uh, yeah, uh, no, wonder. I I like that. I feel like that's the only way we can make him go that fast. Go that fast. Yeah, I agree. So, well, now I'd like to address the elephant in the room. Well, not man. Well, let's address this first. Um, <laughs> Which elephant in the room? Well, there's two. So. One is the light speed thing that we've already mentioned, um, mm-hmm. either with the power of the Chaos Emeralds or the power of Ancient Light, who I have an idea about, but we'll see. Um, the other thing is uh, by by I'll read from the text by revving up in one place, he can take off at turbo speeds in an instant. He can also envelop himself in a blue energy field. Um, so this blue energy field allows him to like fly. And it, like, protects him from enemies and shit like that. So, what is this blue energy field if he is this biomechanical wonder that we've talked about? Okay, and this blue energy shield is just a normal, like, a stock power and isn't related to that ancient light thing, right? Yeah, just, at, he can do it at any time. Hmm. I mean, if he's already some sort of, uh, like, hedgehog robot hybrid, then we can tack in any other kind of tech in there right yeah we can so what's the tech 
What do you got in mind? Uh, man, I sure do wish force fields were a thing that existed. existed. <laughs> uh, boy, yeah. If we were, if we already had the technology that we talk about, our podcast would be really easy. <laughs> it's almost like all right? science fiction would just be very easy to write, right? Uh, well, like I, I like technology. So, like, what if it's like a magnetic field, right? Because, because he can, we can, we know he can move really fast. So, what if what he's doing is spinning really fast in place? And okay. he's taking the like oh like electric charge essentially that he has. He's creating a flux, and mm-hmm. that is creating a magnetic field around him. And maybe that magnetic field like pushes off his like outermost fur nails. What are they called again? Quills. That's quills. Yeah, I knew that they're carrot keratin. So I guessed all the keratin things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. And like that's the blue thing we see on the outside. Like that's like the 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 uh uh what's it not mirage. What if like the the blue is um like radiation dust from the robot legs getting all ground up for moving so fast, getting like caught in that like electromagnetic field. Huh. But like would that also imply that he was just slowly destroying himself as he ran? Yes, that is exactly what that implies. I mean I don't know. He can I don't like mind patch it, so it up. Tails is smart, right? He can patch <laughs> it up. Hmm. I I am I am not opposed to it. I think it'd be I think it's a good idea. I think it's like like it's it's the 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 I I don't even think we have to like maybe necessarily not even like destroy himself, but maybe he's it's like a it's obviously a byproduct of what he is, and maybe he can heal himself mm-hmm. still to a limited amount. But it's like essentially mm. like the like his version of a meniscus just being ground to nothingness mm-hmm. as he's just like launching himself incredibly fast in one area. I like that. Right. Um. Well, actually, maybe I don't because part of the issue is. <laughs> Oh, it just occurred to me, like, that that's the idea. Because when he's hes curled up, right, mm-hmm. and he's spinning, he's spinning in one place. So I think he has to either be, like, floating off the air, or he has to have something that keeps him stationary while he spins, right? So okay. I think the blue magnetism, or whatever it is, like, the, the, the whatever the blue, what is it, like, miasma? glow halo yeah, well yeah and i guess it's like what is like what's causing the the blue but what I, what whatever. i mean is that i think it has to come before he starts to go fast because i think it whatever it is is levitating him and that's what allows him to spin and then he like turns off mm. whatever the levitation is and hits the ground okay. and speed up really fast okay i like that so that i don't i don't know, know how to explain <laughs> Yeah, but I like the idea. I do like the idea that it's like metal particles. That essentially mm, what he's doing mm-hmm. is creating like a bubble of metal particles around himself, uh, like a, like a valency, mm-hmm. um, so that he can float. That's what allows him to fly and stuff, because uh, he's just like pushing and pulling with the with a correct strength. Uh, mm-hmm. And and maybe that does come from like when he runs normally, he is grinding away his joints. Right, and his body just like stores up that that metal fiber, that metal shaving, expels mm-hmm. it, creates a magnetic field, floats on it, speeds up, drops it, and can hit the ground and just roll. Yeah, yeah. Listen yeah. to that. Look at that, guys. <laughs> 
Like I was, I th- like that's the explanation that I had in mind when you like got halfway there and like I'm ready to jump in when you need a breath, but you just kind of sailed right through the whole explanation. Listen, you know I don't need breath when I got a good when I got a good uh, a good explanation. This is my jam. That's true. Uh huh. This is what uh-huh. I live for. I tried to make that can opening quiet. It was not. It was not, no, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, now that we got that out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have not seen the Sonic move faster than light. Luckily, they seem to obey that law. Lorenz invariance. However, mm-hmm. I have seen him move as fast as light, which is almost as difficult. <laughs> have you seen him move as fast as light or nearly as fast as light? Uh, they said momentarily move as light speed. Well, yeah, but I mean, who's measuring that? So that's one thing the, I was Those thinking. are indirect measurements for both the speed of light and the speed of Sonic <laughs> moving at the speed of light. That's that's true. I I am totally fine with that idea that he's moving like 99.9% the speed of light. He's just got that, that 1% of mass that's still unconverted. Mm-hmm. He's just like... Or sorry, point one percent of mass that's unconverted. <laughs> uh, but it requires the ancient light. So here is my idea with this, right? And, mm-hmm. I, and I think it's, I think it solves this issue uh, of of moving at the speed of light. So um, go go back with me, you know, to the ancient times, you know, before people, okay. before Earth, before our sun. Uh, to the creation, the good old days, the good old days, creation of the universe. <laughs> you know, remember those? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's a a, a theory um, that's used to explain the uh, uh, initial expansion of the universe, which is that light actually has a different speed, which is why you can find things that uh, nowadays would be causally disconnected by light because of the speed Mm -hmm. of light, uh, but then would not have been causally disconnected because of the speed of light, because light essentially moved faster um, in that like bunched up space time kind of way. Right. Hmm. Okay. Um, So I'm wondering what if ancient light is like literally ancient light, like it is light that moves at that original speed. So like Sonic, once he has whatever artifact particle this is, has Mm -hmm. something that warps space time in a way that is similar to what it was at the beginning of the universe. And that allows him to like push beyond Hmm. the speed of light. Yes, no. Man, I like I wanna pick it apart for the content, but I do kinda like it a lot. <laughs> I I I am liking it too. Like I think it's first of all bizarre that <laughs> that this he finds just just hanging out. He's just like, oh, here's a relic particle. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're it's you're bound to find one sooner or later. Of course. And it just, just happens. happened to be this hedgehog. It happens to be this hedgehog, and he happens to also have the ability to move very fast. So he also has the ability to use it just without any right. other technology. Yeah. <laughs> without any other technology except for the technology he's made out of. Yeah. And I think all it does, okay? Um, I think all it does is because he still has to move through our space time, obviously. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I think all it does is is in the bubble around him, it protects him from the effects of going at the speed of light. But he is still bound by the laws of causality, so he cannot move faster than the speed of light. Okay, so yeah, he's... So it's like a bubble of like, this like, early it, yeah, space Yeah, effectively time. in his own little bubble and uh, is still able to interact because of the current limitations. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And he can, like, when he drops out of it, he's back in the world. Yeah. And it's not, okay. hasn't, like, ripped a hole through reality. <laughs> Which is, I think, <laughs> kind of him. Um... <laughs> Hedgehogs, always thoughtful creatures. Always thoughtful, not ripping holes in reality. Right. Uh, I mean, it's really, it's, wow, it's been 40 minutes we've been recording this. Uh, it kind of snuck up on me, that 40 minutes. Yeah, it did to me too. It was another episode where not a lot got done. Um, <laughs> but, you know, while we're talking about it, let's do the other big thing. Because I think mm-hmm. we did Sonic. Let's do Chaos yeah. Energy, right? Okay. So Chaos Energy is, uh, it's bizarre. It, it is so loosely defined in the game. <laughs> but it is essentially this uncontrolled, destabilized energy that the mm-hmm. only property of it is that it's unlimited and it has a negative and a positive polarity depending on who's using it. So a positive emotion, positive person affects the positive polarity. Negative person, negative emotion, it has the negative polarity. Huh. Um, and it can turn people into what are called super states, which are like advanced versions of themselves. Um, and it's condensed into these things called chaos emeralds, which are kind of weird because they're not uh, emeralds. <laughs> uh, but whatever. Um, and these things can, these are like batteries. The chaos emeralds are like batteries of this, cha- uh, chaos emeralds are batteries for chaos energy. Uh, okay. and that's pretty much it. Like that's, that's the chaos energy emeralds in a nutshell. Uh, if you want to go back to like original lore, I believe chaos emeralds contain every like, like dirty thought, not dirty thought, but like. <laughs> Uh, mean thought yeah like every negative thought a human has people have okay um i don't know why that is included in them but it is <laughs> um so i want to drill down a little bit on the positive negative aspect like yep 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 do they convey like different powers or is it just like the sort of person huh. who picks it up, it like, um, makes you glow like a different color or something. <laughs> ah, that that good old power—the power to glow. <laughs> um, uh, as far as I can tell, it is uh, the person who uses it that's really the energy. Um, but it. So here's the thing, um, and um, I guess I did forget to mention this because uh, I didn't put it in my notes. For some reason. But mm-hmm. it is... Um, it's based upon... So so chaos energy responds to the thoughts and wishes of the, like, user. Of everyone around them. Okay. Right? So, like, that's the kind of positive-negative energy that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Is if it's, like, a positive or negative thought. So, like, I, I honestly think that that is, like, a... Uh, and I think I think you're getting at this, too. It's it's like a completely homocentric idea of like you know good from bad 
good from evil, but there mm-hmm. really isn't a difference between the two. Hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to like, I'm trying to figure out if that has any bearing necessarily on what it's about then. I, I think, I think it's because it responds to people's thoughts and mm-hmm. like, it can do things like clean pollution or it can like destroy a planet. That is like the good evil aspect of it. Like, I think a, a, a human morality dictates that destroying a planet is bad, while cleaning up pollution, probably good. Right. Um, so, like, hmm, is it then you can pick it up and direct, like... You don't even like have to direct... touch it, you just gotta be near it. Okay, so, like, you can direct what it does, or does it just kind of pick up your vibe and be like... Okay, I know what needs to be done here. I, I think it's more, it picks up your vibe. I think it's more of a subconscious thing than a conscious direction. But I'm, okay. I'm, here's an idea that I don't think is really discussed in the wiki. What if it's like internal versus external, right? Mm-hmm. Like like the, the negative polarity is one that like affects the person while the positive polarity affects the world around them. Okay. So like in a very general sense... Sonic has the positive polarity because his ultimate goal is to affect change in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Save the world. He doesn't. He doesn't care about like solipsistic idea of power. Mm-hmm. Um, however, like say Eggman or Shadow uses the negative energy because their whole idea of power is not like affecting change in the world, but but uh, uh, having power over the world, like. Their okay. own internal idea, their whole own internal power. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, I like I like that as a explanation for like how it like manifests that power and like kind of the mental state that needs to go into it. Yeah. Um. So I'm wondering, and and with that, I'm wondering <clears throat> if um the chaos energy is actually not stored in the chaos emeralds themselves. But is instead stored in the in the person, right? Or or the person is a conduit for it, um, and that's what creates that like push and pull kind of idea. Um, or maybe it's like the person is needed to get that power over like a critical point where yeah. it can affect the world. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah. That's what I think. Like it is, it is almost in like a neutral state, like a potential state in the crystal. It's neither positive mm-hmm. nor negative. But mm-hmm. then when it goes through the person, that's when it gains its polarity. Um, yes, it's like the the silver atom experiment, um, hmm. which is which is based. It's uh, that's atomic spin. But um, so what what do we think chaos energy is then if it's this energy that is stored and is released through people uh, or through I guess sentience it doesn't actually need to be sentience it actually just needs to be uh, like a physical object because mm. um, I, I now that I'm thinking about it time eater is a creature that doesn't display like self thought it doesn't it's a robot it's kind essentially like what we would think of as like a modern day robot even though it's mm-hmm. Weirdly, it's not organic. It's made of time. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we haven't gotten to that part yet. But it, it can use this chaos energy. Um, so so maybe it's just got to have... Is it maybe just intention? 
that it's that needs to be directed like it is unstructured as chaos energy it might be yeah i mean everything we've described about it it feels like it's not necessarily just like energy like it needs some sort of like mm -hmm. input like emotion or so you're saying intent to like make it actually work what if this what if chaos energy is just like this like miasma this like permeating miasma right um that is chaotic in in the fact that it is it's almost perfectly chaotic right so it is it is over a large scale it is just kind of evenly distributed right Mm -hmm. so so it doesn't affect the world because it's constantly pushing and pulling the same amounts but in in localized systems it is it has those like it's 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 not perfectly even maybe it's like like an entropy sink or something yeah that's when you when you push it in a direction it just unleashes all that like just raw entropy towards whatever means you like had influenced it yeah so what i'm thinking is it's essentially like dark energy it's like it's like a quantum well or like an entropic well that things fall into and that creates order out of the chaos Mm -hmm. and that could be directed in direction in a in a way right um and and maybe the again i think maybe just the polarity is just like a a humanistic idea of it of you know like like positive things tend to be external well negative things tend to be internal they tend to be solipsistic you know almost Mm -hmm. like a judeo-christian idea of you know pride is the root of all sin because pride is putting oneself above god in that case but above the world okay yeah no i i i get how that all uh is running together like it makes an internal logic that kind of makes sense i think yeah yeah and i don't external logic you know it's 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 i think externally we can just invent we've already invented yeah we could just be like it it is another it is another like particle in this world that is Mm -hmm. chaos it is it is not entropy it is actual chaos Mm. um but it just is assigned with entropy it's very similar to entropy in our world right yeah because listen it's a different world in our world uh hedgehogs don't walk and talk in our blue by the way is just he ever meet a different hedgehog in the game like is an he, actual hedgehog yeah because well, any hedgehog because i feel like he might be the last of his species he has no way of reproducing unless he asexually reproduces because uh, i think amy amy is a rabbit or a cat Amy is not a rabbit. Cream is a rabbit. I think Amy is a cat, maybe. Yeah. No, Biggs is the cat. Biggs is the cat. Amy is also a cat. Uh, Man, this. this, I hate looking this up because I started typing uh, Does Sonic meet another hedgehog? And the first thing Google suggested was Does Google. Does Google. Does Sonic like Amy? does google sonic the hedgehog uh she's an anthropomorphic hedgehog she is a hedgehog she is a hedgehog okay cool so i guess sonic isn't the last of his kind (laughs) i used to play as amy and i used to enjoy it very much Mm. 
Because Amy is very much my kind of character in a video game. You just got a big hammer and you <laughs> and she's a it. little girl. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, if you give me a game where I have uh if I'm a very small female character and I get a that really will big be weapon, your character one hundred percent. That is my a hundred percent of the time my character. <laughs> Let I me think introduce was, you to Monster Hunter. I I'm aware. Every single time I watch Monster Hunter, I'm like, oh, I want. I I I just need a good game to get into Monster Hunter. I've heard Rise is pretty good. Anyway, we can talk about this after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think we've done Chaos Energy pretty good, right? I think so. Um, I think finally the last thing we should do because now we're booking it, and I feel I feel us right now, man. Uh, so there's a character that I have written as Time Easter. His actual name is Time Eater. Jeff has okay. sent me a picture, which is... <laughs> yes, Hedgehog. <laughs> yes, Sonic has been a Hedgehog. <laughs> I'm so I'm so glad this exists. <laughs> right. Although that's a know. weird Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, it looks like just a big. Looks like a muskrat. That's not what hedgehogs look like. That is actually that's a pretty good. That is it looks like a muskrat, <laughs> or like yeah, or like maybe like um a groundhog. Mm-hmm. Like a kind of a small groundhog. Anyway, so there's a guy whose name is Time Eater. Okay. So he he and out he uh possesses a vast mastery over time and space manipulation, so advanced that he can interfere with alternative timelines. I added a few words in there because this article was originally written with probably the worst diction I've ever seen out of a fan wiki, uh, including... It's impressive. Including um, the robot guys. What are they called? What? Which the, robot guys? Gundams? With, no, the with the movies with with uh, with uh, Megan Fox and Shia LaBeouf. Transformers. There you go. Worse than the Transformers wiki, which had pretty bad diction. Anyway, mm. um, it's it's so it has the ability to jump between alternative timelines. So it is the only thing that it's like a, like a Galactus character. Uh, it does this by tearing space apart. It its own space apart, which drains them of color and life and sends them to the white space, a strange world devoid of time, and. Uh, yeah, how, and it's it's signatures. How is it devoid of time? It's outside of how's time. That a thing? It's like a pocket dimension with no time. So it's like it's as if you are in like a a truly third dimensional world. Is how I see it. I, like I can't fathom how a world like that could exist. Like you would just be sent there and then be a like unmoving entity because like you're static. Yes. What. What I'm seeing the white space as is, it is, um, like, instantaneous is what I'm seeing it as. Like, truly, truly instantaneous. Because time doesn't exist, all things happen at once. Right. So, the white space is just like a limbo that he instantaneously enters, instantaneously exits, and is in a new world. It's just like, it's like like a limbo between timed dimensions okay is how i'm seeing it i I don't know if that's how you see it i 
If you want me to understand read the description, it. I can try. Well, no, no, no. I, I think I misunderstood it in that I thought he was, like, sending people there to delete them from existence. But if he's yeah. using that as, like, a yeah, like yes. the hallway as he moves between different realities. Yes, yes. much, much like the Keymaster for Matrix 3. Yes. Um, yeah, so it's he, that's how he moves through time. When he sends other people out of history... They go into like a black abyssal space to just that is exist. only time. That is only time. Yes, uh, which sounds terrible. Yeah, no, that sounds like the worst. Sounds like the worst trip of all time. Mm-hmm. Where you're just like, I have nothing but time. Anyway, there's a big old flashing light outside the window. It's um, probably fine. Yeah, I'm gonna assume it's not the cops. <laughs> Not that I have anything to worry about from the cops. Yeah, I mean, you're you're <laughs> podcasting right now, not streaming. You can't possibly be swatted. Exactly. I can't be swatted. What does that mean? What? Are you, saying, are like, you not are... familiar with swatting? Like, like SWAT teams coming into my house? Yeah, like it's a big thing that has happened to a bunch of streamers. Like, Oh, I didn't know that. People will call the police and say that you've... Like, kidnapped and are trying to kill people, and they send a SWAT team after you. Oh, wow, that seems like a mean thing to do, and, and very illegal uh, to do. Yeah, it is. It's also gotten people killed. Poof. Yeah. Uh, well. It's, yeah, it's not a good thing to have happen. Yeah. It's even worse thing to do. Yeah. So don't do it, listener. <laughs> Stop anyway. swatting people. Be friends. This guy can create time holes. Spatial rifts that lead to different points across time and space, including alternate timelines across different dimensions. So, what is he? How is he doing it? And how does it relate to this overall world? Man, I don't know. Maybe he's, like, exists in, or not necessarily exists in, but can, like, interact with, like, other dimensions, like, beyond time like for us we can experience time in one direction and like that's the extent of like what's going on the the upper echelons so he's like he's like a fifth he's like fifth dimensional sixth dimensional creature right right yeah 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 um i like that idea i kind of want to i want i kind of want to tie it to the world and i think a good way to do that is with this this kind of like chaos energy particle we have Mm-hmm. In that maybe it is, um, like maybe it's it's a a fifth dimensional particle. So like what we are seeing out of it when we, when we experience mm-hmm. in our mm-hmm. world is this like shadow of a shadow, right? Of a fifth dimensional particle, and he is that. That's like his input on the world. So mm-hmm. when he can, his like changing of the world is the changing of the localized fluctuations in this chaos particle Mm -hmm. um, so that it can affect different places in time. Kind of like if, if we were looking at like a two dimensional world, our way of controlling like a chaos particle would be to like take the paper or like the two dimensional object and like rearrange them or yeah, like just mess it up. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I like that. Yeah. No, that, I mean, that makes sense to me. That's, just like flatland that's just logic yeah yeah flatland is exactly what we're talking about here mm-hmm. just he is he is the flatland creature so so here's the thing that i'm having an issue with if he is like this 
And uh, what I do enjoy about this is that it doesn't give a weakness for him. And so I <laughs> actually think, yeah, strong. I think, well, I don't think he's too strong. This is what I think. Because what I think that, I think that entering this R dimension, mm-hmm. um, so so here's a weird, a weird way to think about it. Um, if someone is a fifth dimensional creature, right? They're living mm-hmm. in a series of timelines, right? And let's say, like, one of those timelines, they get, like, I don't know, uh, cancer or something like that. And the other ones, they don't. Mm-hmm. What if what if every time he passes through our timeline, he solidifies one of his own timelines? And it just increases the likelihood that something bad is going to happen to him. And he's stuck with it. He can't change it. Does that make sense? Um, I think you lost me somewhere. I'm so- honestly not sure where. So he like so like like his life can his pick life, from timelines dynamically. Not, uh, kind of. Once he well, like interacts with one, then it like is actually the, like extant. Uh, yes, I would say uh, pretty much that's what I'm talking about. More, I'm talking about like his world instead of it being a like single line is like a tree branch, like a tree. With, with mm-hmm. little branching, he he's all he's all the leaves. But as soon right. as he moves into our world, it solidifies which of those branches is the branch. So he can only go along that branch from now on. Everything before and after doesn't really matter. But whatever happened during that branch happens and is the only option. Okay. Right? Um. Like I I think I kind of get what you're getting at. Um. Yeah, sorry, this is like seventh-dimensional chess kind of idea. <laughs> right, no, that's exactly it. Um, I don't know what, like, what is the, I, the I, thesis that we're trying to get into with is, is Time what his, what like, his what, are we... what his weakness is. Because if he has access okay. to all time and space, how is he beaten by Sonic? And I, I think it's I mean, because... he, yeah, like, it's not necessarily that he's... Uh, I mean, like, yeah, okay, I, I'll go back to where you were. I now understand what you're saying, where, like, he he has access to all the various, like, times, but while he is existing in one, then the things in that time can also affect him. Yes, and, like, he can only exist in that, in that time, at that time. Right. So time is, like, a, a blanket, a blanket thing happening across all of the the different dimensions yes uh, as like so an like absolute when he, like yeah so as he like picks a uh, like a layer of that fourth dimension of time yeah he can affect and be affected by anything else in that like layer yeah much like like i cannot be in spain and france at the same time he cannot be in you know whatever the city is called a coastal city and Westland at the same time. Right. Yeah. I have no idea if those are those sound like Sonic names, so <laughs> uh he can't be in the Emerald Hills and uh, that's green, the green only Valley. thing I can remember. Isn't uh Green Green Pastures? Green Green Land? Green Green uh, Green. I think that's Lon Lon Farm and that's <laughs> that's different game. <laughs> Adam, maybe not. Cool. But no, I, yeah, I get what you're, I, that makes sense to me that that's, yeah, kind of his Achilles heel is that he 
when he exists somewhere, he has to exist to there. Exist there, yeah. Which is a very a f- <laughs> that's such a, a fourth dimensional you know way of saying it, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> you got to expand your brain. Uh, um, that's probably the hardest I've ever thought in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not great. I didn't. I don't know if I liked it that much. <laughs> anyway. Uh, thanks for listening, listener. We we solved three things. Sorry, it takes us so long to solve stuff now. Uh, we're we got all the low hanging fruit, and now all we're left with is you know, Sonic and ghosts. And, and if someone is like, "Oh, well, how does tails work?" Well, tails spins his legs, his his tails fast enough to create lift. He is the single. <laughs> he is the one like physically possible thing in this world. <laughs> And then someone's gonna be like, "Well, dude, how does how does Knuckles glide? Uh, the same he way the Hulk glides, jumps real jumping hard. good. <laughs> yeah, he jumps real good. Boom, got it. And you got it. Yeah, you got to reach the end of this episode to get those two those two little Easter eggs. Those two little nuggets of information. Yeah, because they're not fun. They're not as fun as dealing with multi dimensional beings. <laughs> Yeah, we uh we've grown out of our childish things like yeah. flying echidnas and fart propelled whatever creatures. Uh uh Avatar <laughs> like pterodactyl, I think that's what they are. Yeah, was that what it was? Yeah, uh, I think so. And and now we're, we're hey, in jets do the it. realm of what? I mean if you think about it, jets are kinda of fart propelled because like this the, how they they can cons- like we are g- us I mean, consume you're organics. Not wrong. Exactly, I'm not wrong. Which is the the perfect. You're not thing right. To be. You're not <laughs> ah! wrong. Exactly that that's where I exist. That's how I can think of fourth and fifth dimensional creatures because I live in the space between right, right and in wrong. the liminal space between realities. Yeah, exactly. Where two things can be true at the same time. Right. Both right and wrong. <laughs> Good. Yeah, and I'm just be I'm, I'm, an exhausting existence. Well, I'm just an unrecognized genius in my time, and I uh, have right, like right. seventy plus hours of audio to prove it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's more than that. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, is that is that all we got? We got I think so. All right, where where do we exist? We're on the internet. <laughs> Where do we, exist? we exist everywhere, Jeff. We, everywhere <laughs> and always. And always. Um, we, we are eternal. <laughs> good, good. Uh, I was, I was going to try, like, much like something, but the only other eternal thing I could think of was myself. Oh, Galactus. Um, eh, well, he's a fictional character. I'm real. By the way, um, okay, you mentioned that. I would like to say just before we end, I understand that we're trying to end it. Yeah, it's whatever. I won't. Well, carry no, on the, we're on brand. Uh, we but have I another twenty this. minutes of spiraling out of control here. Every every character in the Sonic Wiki, right, mentions uh-huh. that they're a fictional character. It's like Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> is a fictional character from the Sonic the Hedgehog media. I'm like, I'm on the Sonic fandom wiki. I don't uh-huh. think I need to be told. That he is a fictional character okay. from the you, game franchise. Who are visiting the Sonic fandom wiki doesn't need to be told. 
someone who lives and breathes the Sonic fandom might need Does to be reminded to every now and then. <laughs> he just needs to be reminded. He or she. Listen, That's Sonic true. fans can yep. be Or mm-hmm. they. We're all inclusive in the Sonic window. fandom. <laughs> yes, I just called him the window, which is a yeah, uh-huh. person's name. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Cool. We can end now. We're on uh, all, all right. your podcasting apps. Uh, we're uh, on the internet at P and yep. uh, pedantichandwavium.com uh-huh. uh, pedantichw.com we're on mm-hmm. twitter at phandwavium.com you can send us show suggestions through twitter or through our website uh, mm-hmm. it, normally I think it's emails is what we do um, yeah I'll get it there's a couple of different ways for me to get it Well, or, or I'll get it you know if you send us a or, tweet yeah if it's on the twitter or the youtubes <laughs> so I will yeah, get it I'll get it and normally on the youtubes I normally just get um Insults flat earthers or, yelling at you yeah or spam there's a lot of a lot of bots oh man there's a lot of there's a lot of spam <laughs> i should screen cap a, a numerology feedback oh, thing that i got weird it was real <laughs> it's it's a lot <laughs> i i listen i think we gotta post it on our twitter um <laughs> and uh, thanks, Joe Subject, for our theme music. He did that for free for us. Well, he and did we it. appreciate it. What turns out to be free because we make no money. <laughs> <laughs> did you offer him a percentage? That's where I he did. went wrong by accepting that deal. Exactly. I offered him a percentage of of our ad revenue, and I, he was like, "Well, if you ever make any, I guess I'll get some money out of it." <laughs> well, it sounds like he knew what he was walking into, so that's good. Yeah. I yeah I I did I offered he was going to do it for absolute free and I was like I I morally cannot do that yeah you are creating something for me so mm-hmm. and you know oddly he didn't accept um, uh, friendly benefits as payment so weird you know people usually usually take you up on that offer <laughs> I mean not that many people. I would say maybe one uh, percent of the people who uh, have received who those offers, <laughs> namely one person, has received that offer, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I think that's it. We'll catch you in maybe another couple of weeks. I think maybe yeah. we're on a actual timeline again. Well, yeah, because I'm no longer going to weddings. And I'm no longer knee deep in work. Hey, that's good. It's very good. This is my. I got a day off. It's crazy. Hey, look at you go. I'm drinking. And, it's, and now it's you're just podcasting, five. and you lost yeah, your day off. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing my other job that doesn't pay me. <laughs> uh, it's fine. You get paid an exposure. Uh, so <laughs> <I> we'll uh, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll talk to you later, listener. We'll that's catch you in a couple weeks. Good night. We love you.